Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, my phone is froze. Oh, frozen. So the podcast... <laughs> the podcast is, is taking a little break. As my phone has stopped working, I've lost the ability to scroll. It won't get me out of this one Wikipedia page, which means we have two choices. We either spend the rest of the podcast only you get talking Wikipedia about page? The, My phone just won't let me get out I'll of get this. I'll get on 1923. No, no, Red. No. This is my episode. I decide what we talk about. Year is with Red and Bobby. Welcome to the Year Is podcast, the podcast where every episode we do the same thing mm-hmm. every week. It's the same. We're <laughs> no. different. We're different years. No, this this episode. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, every episode we travel back to a year in history. We talk about the weirdest, the most interesting, the strangest things from that year. That's what we do on this podcast. That's what we do. This is the high energy intro you could be accustomed to if you go back and listen. Mm. <sighs> listen to any good podcasts recently? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great start to a podcast. What a low, what a low confident start. Hey, if you listen to anything else, we could. Well, we're back because our main man Jody, the yeah, wheels last week of we steel. Here. You, he... As you might have, as as the thousands of you. Who listen would have noticed Jody fucked us over. He fucked us last week with big time with illness. With some well, jo- listen, Jody might have Munchausen. There's also a chance there is a big likelihood that Jody is or Joe was well, someone in Jody's family as Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, Jody, you got And Jody, and they've been slowly putting something in what Jody's having for a long time. Yeah. Jody, what happened? Mm. Tell me. Well, I I dragged myself here to rec- come record our last episode on the Friday. You very graciously drove me back home. And the next morning, I just woke up with the worst th- sore throat I've ever had in my life. And thought I was dying, wanted to die. But then I got better. Yeah, Jody, <laughs> to be fair, you want to die <laughs> all of the time. So, I mean, you can't blame that on the illness. I want to die. That's a mental health issue. We all want to die, Jody. <laughs> as opposed to a physical. But we've got a podcast to do, so as we a don't. Physical illness. So that that was like a week and a half ago. And then and then you were just. Yeah, then I got better. But then I felt worse when I was better. Why? It was horrible. It was like some long COVID thing. Is I was just not, exhausted. Does that anything to do with that big party you had in Brixton a few weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, Red thinks a few weeks ago you did some bad coke in Brixton, and it's all trickling down mm-hmm. from that. 
Uh, if it was, then I'd have an answer for it. But no, I didn't barely drink anything when I went out. Mm, I was enough. just up late. Well, it's good to have you back. It's lovely. To Do be we back. need to get you some antibiotics or something? I've had a good round of antibiotics, thank but, you. But there is a chance that without a thyroid, Jody's immune system is so weak that one night of not going to bed on time made him horrifically ill for well, two weeks. Well, this is why we need to set bedtime for Jody so we don't <laughs> miss any more weeks. Yeah, if you're listening or watching, and you, we, what, do you, what do you think Jody's bedtime should be? I think 10. No, 10 is... Like ten is like a reasonable bedtime, but Jody seems more like a I go to bed at eight, Mm-mm. get up at four a.m. kind of guy. When do you go to bed? Uh, I try to go to bed at eleven. Yeah, so I try and be asleep by my midnight. Do you go on your phone in bed? Yeah, yeah, I sit with a light flashing in my face for I a good hour and a bit, and I wonder why I can't sleep. Yeah, yeah, and go oh, and you just read about like an earthquake uh, for half an hour, and then. So then there'll be an advert saying, 10 signs you have incurable cancer. <laughs> and you go, I've got three of them. And then uh, and then you go, it's time for bed. <laughs> Having just zapped your eyes. I've had a sore back the last week and it's hell because I, I knew a guy, this great comedian actually, he's a Swedish guy named Eric Bamberg, and he died from spinal cancer. And it was horrible. And he was, um, he was great. He'd always come here and he'd go to Canada. And so I met him in both places and he brought me over to Sweden and we hung out for a week and like he got nice. gigs and like he's a great guy and he just had a sore back for a few years yeah. and then they were like, yeah, you have cancer and it was, it was so sad. And, uh, but now whenever I get a sore back, mm. that's what I just worry about that. Well, all our listeners now worrying. Well, how do you, but I mean, it's So not- we've started by saying it's the same every week. Jody wants to kill himself <laughs> and we all might have incurable <laughs> yeah, 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 back. Yeah, yeah, yeah cancer but i work don't, you know what i mean it's hard <laughs> yeah. you can't get the thought out of your head no it's horrible it's like it could be a cough or you could be dying yeah you know so i uh, jody i'm glad to see you still alive i took bets i didn't think you were gonna make it uh bobby ran a pool amongst our listeners um overwhelmingly Do you mean make it in terms of live yeah 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 we, we ran we ran a betting uh pool on whether jody would survive i had you dead in two days um, but I've lost money, but I'm glad you're here. Oh, I'm pleased, yeah, because the Patreons were getting in on it as well. Mm. well have they been commenting? Yeah, re- good. I, yeah, because I posted on our Patreon um, for the early I think access. they're called patrons. Patrons, yeah. Not Patreons. <laughs> are they called Patreons? No, they're patrons because they patron. It's like if you patron a uh, pub, you know, you patronize it's so yes. giving the money to. Okay. Right? Patronage is giving money. So they're, okay. They're pa- well, Patreon pa- isn't the word. So Patreon's get... the company. Yeah. So, so I'm a patron of Save the Turtles. That's a lie, but that's what it would be if I was. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you a patron of anything? No. But anyway. Okay. So the Redophiles were kind of debating it on what, Patreon. Whether you're going to die. Well, well, I, I posted a picture of a broken egg mm-hmm. on Monday. I like that, Joe. That's yeah. very good. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay, so I've, I'm, I'm back a little bit. I've got some yeah. bit of creativity meeting. Me. Nice. Uh, Richard, <laughs> Richard says... Um, That's how Jody can tell if he's not dying, if he has funny thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, he said, is, is, I, I said I, Jody was sick, and I, um, Richard said, is sick code word for being arrested for heinous crimes against cats? I like that very much. Thank you, First Richard. of all, Jody is... Well, listen, we talked about Jody's crimes in this podcast. We've talked about 
the the, the bleached car and the, <laughs> the children's necklace found, but you know there was no sign of a body, and the car just stunk of bleach, and they couldn't mm-hmm. get him on the they couldn't get him on the car. It was just. What did you we, say? The car ta- was covered on dirt on the outside, but scrubbed cl- with bleach on the inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And a really weird cleaning. He hadn't got yeah. around, he hadn't got around to cleaning. He the always cleans the, the inside, doesn't it? It's yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we've talked about like missing animals in the neighborhood and Jody kind of being near the animals mm. when they went missing. But that doesn't mean Jody's done anything. I don't want people, you know, fans of this podcast thinking that Jody is a serial killer of children and animals. No. He's probably one of the two. Yeah, yeah. It, but both is unlikely. But if it is both, I think you'd accidentally hit an animal whilst speeding away from a crime scene. You know, I don't think it would be intentional. <laughs> With the pitter-patter of little feet in the trunk of the car. <laughs> but Jody's back. Trying to kick their way out of and the he's, trunk. And he's still alive. He lives to see another day. Unlike a lot of the people he's met. <laughs> oh, my God. Good to have you back, Jody. Good that you're healthy. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Here's another opinion. He's had enough of us. Yeah, that's possibly one of Here's another break. theory. It's just like, I can't do this anymore. I just love the idea of, like, in two years, let's say Jody gets offered, like, a corporate job, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like a 10 interview process, and he gets through nine of the interviews, and he's about to get a fucking 200K a year, mm-hmm. right? We're both dead. Yep. We're dead. We've OD'd. Mm-hmm. Me on heroin, you on Krispy Kremes. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and uh, Jody, like Jody, oh, yeah, Jody, we're gonna hire you. We 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 use our AI search engine to just make sure you know, um, mm-hmm. you know that we were hiring a good a good man. And our AI search engine found these videos where you admit to murdering children. <laughs> That's the problem with this: is you are a lot of the times I just say stuff just to fill time, and then I'm I hope to one day get a proper job of some sort well you know you just go in 10 years because you just record yourself for an hour a fucking week we've talked about this before but i haven't said any racial slurs i'm almost 100 percent sure of that <laughs> let's clap for it wow no wow guys wow there's probably some things we said you know there's been countless sexual abuse jokes on this show murder of jokes murder of children usually you no, not, not, that, not me. I'm reacting to Jody's crimes. That's not a yeah, joke. Yeah, that's, that's true. The jokes are not about the victim. But in about 20 the years, we might get to a point where uh, murdering kids isn't funny anymore. I know. <laughs> you and worry. The woke mob will turn on us <laughs> and say, that was never funny. It's, it's, it's crazy mm. how, yeah. The yeah. things you're allowed to and not allowed to joke about. I or know. not allowed, whatever. The, pe- mm. the, the, the people... Listen, the people that raises people's ears, which I mean, a lot of it, I don't really mind. I'm like, yeah, fair enough. You don't want us to talk about that. I get it. Of course. But then, yeah. But then there is some loopholes. You can talk about killing a man forever. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. There's Uh, a lot of that. Yeah. It's weird with, um, I was thinking about this the other day with like someone goes, oh, trigger warning. We talk about sexual assault and you, but that's not how a trigger warning works because you could be like. But that is a trigger warning. But 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 I mean, I mean, that's not how a trigger works. You don't just go, oh no, that. You could go, oh, so I was playing with my um, yellow teddy bear the other day, and someone listening could go, I used to clutch a yellow teddy bear when I was sexually assaulted. And this is the clip. No, <laughs> it's not the clip. Red, what I'm saying red is gets serious. stuff isn't that fucking basic. You <laughs> I know, know, I know, I know. I so know, just going, by the way, guys, we talk about this, this, and this. And someone go, oh, shit, thank God you told me, because that's my, you know, you can yeah, get that triggered by anything. Yeah, that isn't actually how PTSD anything. works. 
I remember putting on this, um, Rosie's got a really miserable friend, and uh, you know, just everything you put on was a trigger. So we were, I remember putting on like an Oasis song, she went, oh, this song, you know, and, and mentioned a boyfriend from the past who hadn't been very nice to her. And it's like, I can't do anything. God forbid I pull out a frube and that gives you fucking flashbacks. Wait, I don't know, I don't know what a frube is. <laughs> it's a little yogurt that you suck on. <laughs> Actually, they are quite triggering, to be honest. <laughs> um, You'd give me a frube if I was yeah. good. Yeah, you just put them up my ass. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I mean. It's not, we're not chill, it's not that basic. You know? No, I, we, we, you think you're doing a good deal. But also, when you do the. May talk about uh, you know, child sex. Ah! You've been triggered by the trigger warning. Happened already. I, I'm obsessed with. I was watching Disney Plus with the kid. Mm. And. Um, Your kid, just say that. The kid. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call it the kid. It's too vague. <laughs> it's, with a voice like yours, it's, it's too vague it's just to say that. As Jody calls them, the one that got away. And um, <laughs> Disney Plus, you put on like an old Disney film at the beginning, it, it says like. Uh, we we know this movie is racist. Mm. It was wrong then. It's wrong now. Racism's wrong. But you can watch the movie. But really, like they're profiting off of me What's watching the, the movie. All of the old ones, they put it on because there's always like like racial oh, really? stereotype. Mm. Like there's characters, you know, where it's like that's a racial caricature. Even though I don't like, remember them being racist yeah, yeah, yeah. at all. Well, <laughs> and I watched them last week. No, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> but. But they uh, they do that, but then it's like, they're still profiting off of it. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. funny to be like, we know this is racist, but you can watch it. Cause it's we, still good. Just we plug want your, your ears and this, this, and this. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Know? But you're still getting the fucking money. That's yeah. worse than not acknowledging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, guys, these clothes are cheap, and they were made with children's fingers. Oh, and so we know that it's wrong, but if you want to buy them, you can. Yeah, exactly. And the, the funny thing is Disney to- makes loads of toys where there's probably... Children in factories making them for six p a day. I don't know about that. But the, the, for libel reasons, I'd like to say that maybe not. That might not be true. For I the sake think... of middle class sensibilities, they go. This word's bad, but crack on with the fucking you know seven dwarfs toys you bought your kid. You know. I actually like the idea of it being like small people making small dwarf toys. That is true. Yeah. There's like a synergy there. Mm. These these toys were made by someone that's the same height yeah. as the dwarves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little dwarves There's working. There's something quite romantic about a sweatshop if you look at it like that. Yeah, know? little Just dwarves little all working together. teaming up together to make... I don't trainers. think it usually is kids because they're not like the best workers. I think it's people in... Nowadays, I think it's in sweatshops, like modern sweatshops, I don't think it's necessarily children. It's adults who are treated horrifically. Mm. Like like in some kind of indentured servitude kind of deal where they have to put fucking nets around the building so when they jump off, they it's just like bungee jumping. Oh, I thought that was a half-time trampoline, like love to break <laughs> trampoline <laughs> game. That is, I wonder once they put the nets in, people are like, should we all have a go then? Yeah, and they just yeah, jump off fuck. and bounce off the net. Yeah, yeah. But I, because like, it's not like a five-year-old is that focused as a worker, you know? No, I think they start at eight. But also, I hate to say it, focused, a Western five-year-old, unfocused, Five-year-old in other places has to be focused. Yeah. I don't think they're allowed to not be focused. I don't think, God, these five-year-olds just, how do we get, you know, there'll be a 10-year-old with a, the with a stick. If I had to choose, I'd be the one with the stick. Of course. Who wouldn't be? Jody, would you have the stick? No, Jody wouldn't make it. <laughs> <The sweat shop. laughs> He'd go, hey, what's a thyroid goal? <laughs> Jody. Okay, well. 
don't know what we've covered. I don't know if I got any of my points across how I wanted to. Red, whatever you sounded terrible. Whenever Red Red goes into like I've got something to say mode. Yeah. You don't know what way it's gonna go. No, but I don't know if I said the, the how did. I wanted. Yeah, I think I have. The problem. The problem also with you being serious is that right when you're finished being serious, you crumble in self doubt. Yeah. Did I, did say, I say what I mean? Was... And not even inwardly. You do it outwardly. Look, I'm tired. I just. I've been throwing content out. You do like one reel a week on Instagram. <laughs> and not all of it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one so a week. It sometimes. Takes ten, it takes you 10 minutes. In amongst all the good things I do, you might find some slurs is all I'm saying. Anyway, should we start? Yeah, I'm doing it off my phone today. And Look, um, What happened to your laptop? I just forgot. to. I just was, had my phone, so I used my phone. I did my research on my phone. And Jody said, if someone calls, it might fuck up, fuck up the recording. And I'm like, no one will call me. Mm. No, because I'm confident people don't. I don't call think anymore. I've ever been with you when someone's called you. That's phone. so depressing to say and rude. <laughs> I don't think anyone's. Been, that's not if you true. You looked on his phone. I bet you on his missed call list. There's one from two, 2020. <laughs> that's not true. I just got a call as I was saying that though. No. From PJ. <laughs> from uh, PJ. 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 How's he got your number, PJ? I call, PJ gets numbers. For all who don't know, um, PJ is PJ is me if it goes really wrong. <laughs> PJ is an open mic stalwart. He's a comic. I like him. In his seventies, a, a kind man. I, I've shaken his true hand before. He's a very strong guy for mid seventies. Yeah. Early seventies, maybe. I'm not sure how old he is. Loves comedy. He he looks yeah. He looks like Red if Red makes it to seventy. Yeah. And, um, and carries on living the way I do. Yeah. But he um, he told me he was so he was a red coat comedian back in the day, and he said because uh, Butlins have their ones, and was it the red coats and the something else? Do you know? There's a difference between the entertainers. But there's no way PJ's calling me about anything exciting. No. It's PJ's calling me about a gig, a free gig. Yeah. Uh, what did he just call you then? Yeah, he just called. That's what I just said. Uh, by the way, I thought you had a missed call. That's, no. Okay. That's funny. That's. So I was watching TV the other day. I was watching that show Yellowstone. You ever seen it? Tried to watch it. Didn't like it. I, I, what the fuck is going I on? I want to get... You know, 10 to, Like, we all like, Succession is amazing. And mm -hmm. we all love Succession. 10 times more people watch Yellowstone. I'm going succession. off Succession. You're, no, you're back on. It's kind of. I like Greg and Tom. I like the whole thing. I loved it for two seasons. Now there's a bit too much. And I know he's now. Spoiler alert. No. No. I'm about to say a spoiler. Spoiler. Logan Roy dies. No. On the plane. But there was just a lot. It just started circulating a lot of like, you spoke to dad. You spoke to dad, butt fuck. He's fucking your ass, butthead. And then they're just running around on phones. And I'm like, I'm getting bored of this. But I, I, it, the last episode was great. So we're going back Sorry. to Yellowstone. Another popular program. As a spinoff, 1923. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it, mm -hmm. but it made me think, what was happening in 1923? Yeah. So then I did a deep dive. I mean, I dove deep. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to 1923. Okay. To the time machine. Ooh. We need to bring the energy up. Oh, my God. Hitler's being arrested. Well, that's that dealt with, isn't it? Munich Beer Hall put she got arrested. That was one of my stories. You okay, don't borrow it for me. Just be aware. That's that like I half know, the episode. I know loads of stuff, so just watch out. That's <sighs> why. What are you going to do? I don't know. We'll just start matter. with it then. No, no, it's done now. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. It's not even important. That should have led perfectly. Hitler being impressive. In... We're not even talking about it. No. I should have led perfectly into your story. Next time you're like, why oh. don't you? Why don't you improv? Next time, yes, and it and go. 
Oh my god, he is being arrested. But you, did you know and give them some Next facts? Next time you're go you start an episode and you're like, oh, we're going to 2011. Oh my god, what's that? Is that a plane? I'll say, oh, you know, on 9-11 happened in 2001. Yeah, and I go, that's interesting, Bobby. Because I thought that was us who just caused the Twin Tower attack with the time machine. It wasn't. It was Osama bin Laden. In or 1923, large hailstones killed 23 people in the Soviet Union. Now, I want to really go in, into how terrifying that would be. Yeah. So that's not like... Um, how many people, sorry? 23 people died from hailstones. They must have been clumps the size of football. Giant clumps of ice. Mm. It was raining ice clumps. That's not good. In the Soviet Union. This is the 20s. That's like S Stalin's in charge. Mm -hmm. So life is already bleak and bad. And then it started raining ice. <laughs> twenty-three dead. Yeah, Le what did Lenin die? He died in twenty-three, is I think. Oh fuck! That's another one gone. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Stop riffing. I'm so, well, I'm just riffing facts. I was going to get into that in a really interesting way. Okay, sorry. No, I was gonna I was gonna pretend to be Lenin, and I was gonna be embalmed mm. for half the episode, and then you were gonna be Stalin and like steal my power. No, Lenin died. I know, I was going to be embalmed. I was going to be a dead guy and not speak for half the episode. Yeah. Do you think what would have happened with Lennon? He would have been a shit show as well. I'm, I don't know why everyone's like, oh, no, he was he was just going to I mean, it's create this crayon world where everyone just shared bread with each other and no one ever went hungry. But he would have been Stalin. I mean, Stalin was obviously the gangster arm of his whole operation, but if you're willing to have that guy underneath you, you're just getting someone else to do the cunty things yeah. you don't want to. So you're as much Well, not even don't want to, more aren't necessarily know how to. Yeah. But, you, you know, still... Lenin killed fucking hundreds of thousands of people. Well, that's my... Anyway, so what? There's... I had a five-minute bit okay, go, about go, go, go Lenin to... killing hundreds of thousands of people. It was hilarious. So there's flying... I acted... I was going to act it out. I was going to pretend to be all the victims and then... I was going to be in front of a mass grave and Lennon walks up and shoots them all in the head. Not that he actually shot them in the head, but just like to show like accountability. Mm -hmm. So 23 people were killed by hailstones. That's not good. <laughs> so Lennon's in charge and there's hailstones flying around. Probably haven't eaten in ages. Also, everyone's just lived under Tsar Nicholas, I believe, was it? And his wife, Anastasia, who's the kid who went, yeah, Anastasia was the kid that they might, might still be alive. Ooh. Not now. Not now. Not now. She won Big Brother 2 <laughs> in Holland. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's not a great life, that, is it? But maybe it's simpler. Yeah. Maybe it's simpler. You know, they don't have phones to worry about and laptops. They just have to sit mm. around thinking, am I going to eat today? Yeah. That's what's uh, when people are like, when my day, you know, tag a friend who remembers these and it'll be like blockbuster. And my generation, we went outside to play and did it. it's like, yeah, but you also like killed gay people and <laughs> no one ate properly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like when you look at movies from the 80s and they're like, this guy's 17. They look 38. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The poor runners who have to do, literally try and escape his gropey hands on the way to the canteen at lunch. <laughs> it's a better time. <laughs> it's a be it's a simpler time. But now everyone says the phone is bad. But you hear about this and like the amount of people who died in Russia under Lenin and then Stalin is fucking, what was it like 50 million? Was Mao was 70 million. Stalin was up there. Big numbers, big, big numbers. They were like Drake and Kanye of genocide. Mao, I was going to do a whole Mao bit. And you weren't going to do anything I with Mao. I was. What was Mao doing like, in really yellow teeth, and I was going to, I was going to make my teeth yellow, 
and then do the accent. And, and I was worried about it, but I practiced it last night. You practiced it, and you thought, what could go wrong? Yeah, here? if you're doing the accent as Mao, I think that's okay. You, yeah. Is it okay to do... I'm wondering. Jody, do you want to give it a little spin and we'll a, see how it goes? To do a historic... No, Jody will. That's the thing. <laughs> Jody, has no, Jody has no sense of, like, cultural rights and wrongs. <laughs> there was Mickey Rourke playing a Chinese guy. What year was that? That was Breakfast at Tiffany's. I don't know what year. Was that Mickey Rourke? Yeah. Uh, Mickey, Mickey Rooney. Rooney. Yeah. Mickey Rooney. Uh, Mickey Rourke. I know, Mickey Rourke. That would have been, like, that would have been really <laughs> that was... bad like, two years ago. Yeah, Mickey Rourke now <laughs> pretending to be. No, Mickey Rooney played Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, 61. 61, okay. But that's, if you haven't seen that, just you don't have to watch the film. Just Google image Mickey Rooney Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always talk about, like, obviously. You know, up until recently, it would be white people pretending to be other people. Yeah. I wonder if it was, I wonder if anywhere else is doing white people. What, if they just started making, what, like Egyptian cinema? Like if if they're making like a Chinese movie and they need a white guy, do they ever... Oh, just white up? Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Jody. I'd be up for seeing that, to be honest. Does anyone white or do, up? Or do they they white... I mean, obviously it's not offensive because there's not the same cultural history attached to it. Do they... Uh, but I want to know if it happened. Or, like, do Egypt make films about Winston Churchill and have, like, a, an Egyptian star playing Winston yeah. Churchill? <laughs> Chinese Trump. <laughs> I, want, I want to see Chinese Trump so badly. Yeah, just a terrible accent and the blonde hair. <laughs> I'd be up for that. That's what we should start doing, actually. And he's, Trump, Trump's quite fat. There, there was not that... You know, there's not as many Chinese fatties. They always say with, um, with sumo, is that Japan? Japan sumo. Yeah. So why are Japanese prone to fatness and not Chinese? I don't know if they're prone. They I'm just not take... getting into gene- uh, eugenics okay, here. Wait, why wait, is this happening? <laughs> Red. No, I don't think they're prone to it. They That's just... not the clip. That's the clip that will get me. They just take their fatties and make them fight. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's a good thing to do. <laughs> yeah. You but people. they're superstars out there. Yeah. Being fat is... But they I die suppose. so young. Sumo really? Sumo wrestlers. Yeah. Of course they do. The heart is being <laughs> sat on by 300 stone. The funny one, Ben Kingsley always gets called out for Gandhi, even though... What's his real name? Could you quickly Google that for me? Is that possible, Jody? Well, Gandhi's real name. Ben, ben Kingsley's no, real... Gandhi's real name is John Smith. Yeah, That's... yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek. <laughs> Derek. His real name was Derek. Yeah. No, that movie, that movie still spread a lot of awareness in the story of Gandhi. But also, he's oh, he's fucking Indian, basically. You know, so everyone does that as the gotcha moment. But he's not that well liked in India, Gandhi. Now, he's not liked in Africa. That's for sure. You heard what he said about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not ideal. But he. He would. He would, if he'd have. Uh, if he'd have said that on a podcast. <laughs> He might not be, might not be gigging this weekend. <laughs> Go on. Oh, sorry, Ben. I didn't realise that Krishna Pandit Banji. Mm. Does that sound? Uh, sounds like it's from. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It sounds Indian to me. So there you go. Really, that's actually what I'm going to name my second child. So Gandhi or just Ben Kingsley? No, Krishna. That's quite a name change, isn't it? Ben from Krishna to Ben Kingsley. Yeah, you just wanted Western. You know, you wanted to. Of course, well, Jewish Baptists had to do it, didn't they? Change the name to be more, because everyone was very anti-Semitic. So, what were you talking about? Um, we're talking about hailstones in <laughs> the Soviet Union, and now we're talking about racial representation in movies. <laughs> the the podcast where. 
Someone brings up a historical fact and Bobby and Red try and ruin their careers of dancing around hot-button topics that have seen many of their colleagues perish too in the last eight years. <laughs> eight years? Try like past month or so. Past then. month, yeah, look. June 18th. Free all the boys. <laughs> no, the boys are fine. We'll I pour out some booze for them at the I end. Don't, I, don't have a, I don't have a dog in that fight. No. In 1923, <laughs> I kind of really like these ones. Uh, Mount Etna erupted in Italy. Yeah. I don't know. You know what Mount Etna is? Yeah, there's also a very delicious pizza called an Etna. That seems, wow. Mm-hmm. That's it's a, a lot. fiery one. Because it, 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 it made 60,000 people homeless. Did they have pizza to to make them? No, I don't know. Sixty thousand people. Home. It doesn't mention death, so yeah, I so have I a guess solution. They got out don't of live near the volcano. They got out of there quick. Zero sympathy from me. Why are you at the foot of this thing? A but it goes off like every hill. thousand years. Yeah, that is true. Actually, when? Did, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I would ask you when it last went off, but we don't have time to watch you scramble around on your phone. When did it last go <laughs> ba- off? Badly researched. See, there, there's no questions to the questions. We've established yeah. that as a rule. You can't I ask think that's questions. the flaw with the podcast is you can never ask any questions. <laughs> <laughs> but did anyone die? They all just saw the slow... No, yeah, they just lost burn. their homes, but... Mm. Yeah, they just lost their homes. Not, not nothing 60,000. That's now a festival, isn't it? Yeah. Someone get a guitar out. You're at Glastonbury. Yeah, yeah, Make yeah, the yeah. most of it. Send over Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I don't know if they had tents. No, probably not. And this is Mussolini's in charge. I don't know if he... Yeah, he was. That'd be the Hitler worst, was... though. You lose your house, and then you have to set up a tent at night. That's yeah. like a double whammy. I don't Setting think that's what a... happens. I think they literally lie on the floor and hope people bring tents. I think Setting tents... up a tent at night, though, I think that's what the... we should do to our worst criminals. What, make them set up tents at night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, mm. like... Every every day, you're like, oh, you want someone to sleep? You have to set up this tent in the pitch black. Mm. And then uh, the next day, you give them a different tent. So they never get comfortable. Well, that's what Ralph Moat was doing for the last week of his life, setting up tents. Oh, yeah, we were watching that Ralph Moat thing. We watched a Ralph Moat ITV2. Have you seen that? I didn't. I saw that was on, though. Yeah. yeah. Worth having a little check. I didn't know who he was. I got to say, Ralph Moat, ugly name, ugly guy. Oh, yeah. Ugly actions. Yes. Uh, one big disappointing thing. He was thing. a murderer. They left out Paul Gascoigne showing up with a chicken and the fishing rod. Well, they showed it briefly, but they didn't say that. They didn't say, they just had someone running on a bridge going, row, row. It's like, don't, you've got to do this, because that was a massive part of the story. English football icon turns up to siege with guys who shot his girlfriend, killed her new partner. And but shot a cop. There's a bit in it, which I hate to say I did agree with from Ralph's point of view she goes um, <laughs> from Ralph's point of view no she goes um, she's like stay away from me I've got a new man and he's a karate instructor and Ralph just smirks at her and you're like yeah like that's that's karate is I still not as an art form as an art as a form, martial art it's the it's, it's, the, it's the least what intimidating is, what is that the stance with the two what does that stop uh, other karate blows obviously. but the worst thing is that guy every day is going so they come up like this grab your wrist you spin round he's trained for years become a and then Ralmo just shoots you in the back of the head the thing about karate is it's only good if you're fighting someone else who's fighting with karate yeah yeah you have I to agree you have to agree listen I'll fight you but karate only. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. MMA. Mm-hmm. No ground and pound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitely no shotguns. Karate with a gun each would be interesting. 
Yeah, it's not it's not karate then, is it? Round Mo- yeah, he ca- he was camping out in the woods. We were watching. I don't know how why it took a week to find him. You know, you think a few helicopters over the over the woods, you know, and like a tracking device. He was ringing the press. Someone might have wanted to. In 1923, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Kanto earthquake devastates Tokyo and Yokohama, killing more than a hundred thousand people. That's a lot of people. See, I think people thought I might focus on all the human stories. Well, there's so much cultural change then, and you've just gone on the... Natural disasters. Yeah. That's what I was obsessed with. Because I was mm-hmm. thinking about earthquakes. Mm-hmm. 100,000 people dead, that's a lot of people. But what I was thinking about was, when I was a kid, I used to always think earthquakes. If people died in an earthquake, what that meant was the earth opened up and they fell in the hole. Mm-hmm. That's how I thought you died in an earthquake. Mm. Turns out... You didn't know what lava was as a child. Right, but what about earthquakes? Yeah, but um, uh, the w- volcano no lava exploding with and stuff. What did you think about volcanoes? You thought that was lava. No, but hear me out. Mm. So with an earthquake, I thought the ground opened up. Oh, and you go, and yeah. you fall in the hole. Is that not what happens? You go, Whoa, and then you fall. No, in. the buildings fall on you. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know that. Obviously, you just lied. You thought course, it was. No, I, I didn't think you went. You thought, you thought up until now, you thought people just no, fell into be, the center I'll of the be earth. Completely honest with you, I was half listening. I thought you were still talking about volcanoes. You're such an idiot. <laughs> so that's that's the problem. We're talking about the Great Kanto earthquake. Well, that, I'm, I, this is the thing with this um, podcast is every time I research a year, every year without fail, there's one giant natural disaster where hundreds of thousands or thousands of people have died. And I don't I usually ignore it because I just think it's not <laughs> worth talking about because it's too sad. No, there's 142,000 deaths, but then 40,000 people went missing. So who knows what happened to them in the earth? <laughs> they start they're living, a new life. They're mm. living below us. Maybe they are. Oh, have we just thought up another brilliant sitcom? I, no, not sitcom. Um, movie. The new people. They've gone underground where there is no race or gender, and everyone gets along and just. How would that be a good makes movie, out with There's each no other conflict. all day? There's no. Conflict. It's a porn film. Okay. <laughs> Forty thousand gangbang. Forty. With equality and genderless, raceless. Everyone eats. It's heaven. No, but because the earthquake struck when people were cooking meals, so at dinner time, you know, many were killed as a result of large fires that broke out. Fuck. Imagine what we'd, we'd be making a soup and then you <laughs> just falls on your face. And we are lucky in England. It, I know the weather is... Some fires we, developed into firestorms that swept across cities. Many people died when their feet became stuck on melting tarmac. That's horrible. The single greatest loss of life was caused by a fire world that engulfed the Rikugan Hanjo Hifakusho, formerly known as the Army Clothing Depot. Couldn't we just call it that? <laughs> in downtown Tokyo, where 38,000 people were incinerated after taking shelter there after the earthquake. Fuck. Yeah, that's not good. That is so many people. So they go into this fucking building, and then a fire catches the building and wipes out 40. That's 10 911s mm-hmm. in one fire. The earthquake broke water mains all over the city, and putting out fires took nearly two full days until late in the morning, September 3rd. A strong typhoon centered off the coast of the Noto Peninsula, and it brought high winds to Tokyo Bay at the same time as the earthquake. These winds caused fires to spread rapidly. The emperor and empress were staying at Nikko when the earthquake struck Tokyo and were never in any danger. That's sad for the people, but they loved their emperors. Mm -hmm. American acting consul general... Max David Kurjasov and his wife Alice died in the earthquake. The consulate itself lost the entirety of its records in the subsequent fires. 
Many homes were buried or swept away by landslides in the mountainous and hilly coastal areas. About 800 people died. A, ma- a collapsing mountainside in the village of Nibuawa. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's Nebuqua. <laughs> probably not. No, it's probably it's not. It's probably neither. Pushed the entire village and passenger train carrying over 100 passengers along with the railway station into the sea. This was like the end of the world. Mm. That's literally like if you're there, you're like, the world is ending. The earth is shaking. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. fires. Trains are falling into the sea. Yeah, we are. We live in a gray, small island, but we don't have giant fires or earthquakes or volcanoes, which is quite good, actually. How does that make you feel, Jody? Ethnic What's... Koreans were massacred <laughs> after the earthquake. <laughs> Why? Because it was, I don't know. The whole... it was their fault. No, I don't know. No. Oh. I didn't get that far. Okay, good. <laughs> Might want to look into that. The home ministry declared martial law and ordered all sections of police chiefs to maintain order and, and security at top party. A false rumor spread that Koreans were taking advantage of the disaster, committing arson and robbery, and were possession of bombs. So pretty much the earthquake was blamed on Koreans, and then they took the brunt of it. Fuck. So, yeah, that sounds like literally the bleakest natural disaster I've ever read about. Mm. Well, yeah, tsunami was bad. They're all bad. I'm not going to start judging them like it's a competition. In the confusion after the quake, mass murder of Koreans by mobs occurred in urban Tokyo and Yokohama, fueled by rumors of rebellion and sabotage. The government reported that 231 Koreans were killed by mobs. Independent reports said the number of dead was far higher, ranging from six to 10,000. Fucking hell. That's it. Mm. That's very sad. Um, my phone's froze. Gross. Okay, my phone is froze. Oh, frozen. So the podcast... <laughs> the podcast is, is taking a little break as my phone has stopped working. I've lost the ability to scroll. It won't get me out of this one Wikipedia page, which means we have two choices. We either spend the rest of the podcast only you get talking about page? this. My phone just won't let me get out I'll of get this. I'll get on which... 1923. No, no, Red. No. This is my episode. I decide what we talk about. Okay, cool. However, I'm, I'm now mm. on the Wikipedia page for Rostov, Russia. So I could go on other Wikipedia pages. I just can't go back to my research. So we're just going to have to do this episode off the Wikipedia page, which is, I feel really bad about. I hope my research doesn't suffer. I don't even, I don't even know what I was going to talk about. It was all in my research. Mike, you're not getting your research at all. No, I just have to go back to Wikipedia. Why? Where's your research? Look, it's on notes. It won't go to notes. We'll just uh, reset your phone. We'll have a quick break. No. We're just going to talk about whatever I happen to see. Oh, my God. Canadian literary critic uh, William Hugh Kenner was born in 1923. He was one of my favorites, actually. Really? Mm. What do you know about him? He, yeah, I've never heard of him. Okay, I'm ready again. Are we recording still? Red. Red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do this. I found my research. He's found his research. The scroll. That was actually, I realized that was all my research. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I got more. I got more. All right. In 1923, Walter Weaver was born. Do you know about Walter? No. Well, he was a German pilot, a Luftwaffe 
flying ace. Luftwaffe. How do you pronounce it? Luftwaffe. Luftwaffe. He <laughs> was a Luftwaffe that flying like ace. A, a croissant with ice cream in it. The thing is, I, I think the obviously pastry. if it, it feels like disrespectful sometimes to mispronounce the words. But like my inability to pronounce words, if I want to pronounce every word correctly about every story, that would be a full time job. Yeah, that's that would true. be eight hours a day. Me learning yeah. how to say new words, so I can't do it. So uh, Weaver, he served during uh, 1943 on the Eastern Front, and he had 44 aerial victories in 250 combat missions. Mm-hmm. So he said, "Okay, there's not really. It's really hard to prove it." So he'd just say, yeah, yeah, I, I downed a plane. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he kept saying that. Then he had 44 aerial Well, I'm victories. sure, no, because you were up there in the sky and you would go, he wasn't downing any planes. Like, there'll be other people around to see. 44, though. That's that, a lot. That's like the Tyson Fury of pilots. Yeah, but there's got to be one. Yeah. But then guess what happened to him? Burnt alive in his plane cabin. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. died. In a <laughs> fucking all horrible it, All it took, him. you have one day when you're tired. Or just not even tired, you get unlucky. Sneaky, someone, you're from, up in the sky, behind. someone comes from behind. It's like, you know, you can be as good as you want, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, It's like we're being a good soldier, it's the same thing. You, you're not, surviving doesn't mean you were the best, you know? I think anyone can get you at any point. If someone just flies underneath you or above you, and the worst thing is, is you get hit, you know your plane's fucked, but guess where you are? In the sky, not good, you know? The, but they have parachutes sometimes, right? By that point, you're burning, I think. Not always. Sometimes they get out with parachutes, mm. obviously. And then you parachute into... Enemy territory. Enemy territory. And then you got to go to the local pub and put on an accent and pretend you're the new guy and hope to fall in love with a woman who will hide you in her hay bale <laughs> Yeah. Farm. You'd need game. You'd need, yeah. You'd need some real game. Listen, I don't, I don't speak the mm. language. Oh, hello. I uh, just... <laughs> Wait, what accent is that supposed <laughs> to be? Don't know. I'm just... That's what I'd be freestyling. And they'd be like, Red, you're in your own village, you prick. <laughs> it was a training mission. Yeah, if I run into the pub and like try and give them info on the English, go, look, I'm an English pilot, but I will tell you everything about the opponent. And they go, uh, yeah, good for you. good work, mate. This is still England. You're just, you've gotten discombobulated, and now you know, we know you'd rat us out. Sad. Mm. Very sad. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be a good pilot at all. I'm not present. I don't like being present. Mm, you failed your theory test seven times. That so was I was driving a car, though, not a. That was not a plane. I, I might don't be think better. You could be a good. Yeah, I don't think pilot. They'd let you in. You would be in a hospital. <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> Locked in it. <laughs> <laughs> a psychiatric. Yes. Hospital. Why? Just many, what? many reasons. They were less. Um, they were less forgiving then. There wasn't as many me and Jodies, you know? Yeah, but so would you and so would Jody. All three of us would have been in a psychiatric hospital by now in the past. You can't be all you would be. So would you be. I think I'd run a massive textiles company that I'd then sell for millions of pounds. <laughs> and then had crying breakdowns yeah. once in a while. <laughs> Jody would administer you with injections once. Jody would be dead. He doesn't have a thyroid. They used to do electric shock therapies. The, as the we would have both. We would have both. We would have both <laughs> gone out. Be like, yeah, I'm feeling better since the electric shock. <laughs> Fuck. It, you know they still do that though, and it kind of works now. They they perfected well, they, it. No, so whoever did it was kind of right. They were kind of onto something, and it did mm. help some people. It just really <laughs> fucked up other people. And they gave MDMA to soldiers, didn't they? Coming back from World War One or something. Really? So, yeah. It's, that's amazing. They kind of figured it out and then forgot it because they were so afraid of drugs. Yeah. 
Yeah, they went. Um, they would give it to just out, out soldiers open up. I can't remember if it was MD. It was like a strain of whatever. But they've started to do that again. They microdose because if you come back and say, "How was the war?" Yeah, good, thank you. And you're like, oh no, wow. fuck Yeah, me. they do MDMA. My head is going to be in the oven at 4 a.m. for no reason at some point. You they know what I mean? Mushrooms, MDMA, what, anything else? That, yeah. They're and just... might, yeah, and then you go, actually, man, I fucking... Yeah, they're just realizing people like drugs for a reason. Like... Well, they are, yeah. Open up and let like, a hold of, you know, my, you know, I felt like I had to go, but, you know, da, da, da. my dad didn't love me. Or, you know, they, they, they release these things. You ever watch Boardwalk Empire? Yeah, I see. I saw the first season. It, uh, look, it's not a perfect show, but there's this character uh, p- played by Michael Pitt, who I really mm. thought was going to blow up as an actor. He's fucking. He was really fucking good. And he, which character is he? Jimmy. He, so he's the young blonde <sighs> guy. He's the one I didn't like. Oh, you're wrong. He was. He looked like he was in a bloody like like a uh, a sex worker for old men. Yeah, that's his vibe. Hot yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay. Sex worker for old men. Hot guy. But he has this weird flirtation with his mom. Hmm. For like for seasons. Oh, this is why you liked it. <laughs> no, that's not why you I thought liked he was going to blow up. I thought you were, thought you were going to blow up. No, <laughs> explode in your pants. No, that's not why I like <laughs> it's it. Disgusting perv. And there's you're always just like, wait, does he fuck his mom? What's mm. going on there? And people always got to reference how weird it is. Mm. And uh, and then they go, they do this flashback to before World War One because Portal Empire is set right after World War One. And like mm. his mom comes and visits him at college, and they're hanging out. And it's really fun. And then he fucks his mom and then sides up for the war. And the mm. last shot of the episode is him just going over the top. And that's what made him into the, like, the man he is, was fucking his own mom. That's gross. And then he gets shot in the face by his surrogate father, Steve Buscemi, and he dies. All because his mom fucked him. Mm. Well, that wasn't PTSD from the war. That's obviously just... Well, he also had PTSD from the war. Yeah. Wait. Probably PTSD... Mom D. If you have, yeah. <laughs> from PTSD from d his mom. <laughs> if you're not feeling good, I don't think war's the escape you think it is. No, probably not. Yeah, maybe you should go to uh, India and do some Bikram yoga or something, but then you probably get fucked by your instructor out there. There's that documentary on Netflix at the moment, the Bikram one. And he's like, yeah, put your leg over your head. Oh, wait. Oh, God, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, you can't, everyone's trying to fuck everyone, aren't they? That's the problem with life. I don't think we've They've had... got Waco on. I know. think that might be a problem with our podcast. There's not enough sex. What we, I think there's too much. I think the no, sex. No, like ha- the having of. I think the sex you like is always. The having this. of. <laughs> no, the having of sex. I think there's too much sex on the pod. I think people No, like, I mean oh people having it. What if we just like. Oh, what just had some people. What if we interview a couple while they fuck? I think people might like that. Yeah. Well, they would. The wrong people. <laughs> no, the right people. And that'd be the rest of our lives. Yeah. And we wouldn't even make, we'd make like 20 grand a year each off it. interviewing, what would we call it, couple fuck? No. And we interview couples while they fuck (laughs) about their relationships. And uh, then you do like live commentary Mm, while they fuck. mm. I think it's a good idea. What about where we catch pedo hunters on their way to catch pedos? Yeah, but then really you're just freeing (laughs) pedos. That's freeing. That's the show called Freeing Pedophiles. The guy's like, the guy's about to blow. We need to arrest him. And you're like, we just think it's funny that we caught you. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you doing here? Oh, fuck. (laughs) Did you know, in 1923, President William G. Harding died? No, I didn't know that. He was the president of the United States. He died in office. Mm. Sadly for him, after his died. After his died. <laughs> after his died. 
mm-hmm. after his death. Yeah. A number of scandals were explo- exposed, mm-hmm. including the Teapot Dome <laughs> What's that? and an extramarital affair with Nan Britton. I think I've said what I need to say. What's the Teapot Dome? Red. Oh, my God. If you don't know what the Teapot Dome is, like you, you went to school for history. You don't know what the Teapot Dome yeah, is. No, I don't. Never heard of it. Let me explain. And what was Nan Britton up to? The well, an affair with Nan. I can't Britain. answer two questions mm-hmm. at once. We'll mm-hmm. start with the Teapot Dome. Mm-hmm. The Teapot Dome was a bribery scandal involving the administration of President William G. Harding. So the Secretary of the Interior, Albert Bacon Fall, cool name, mm-hmm. had leased Navy petroleum reserves at Teapot Dome in Wyoming, as well as two locations in California to private oil companies at low rates without competitive bidding. So pretty much the government gave their contracts, some contracts to their friends. And he died. And then That's they, not a scandal. That yeah. is a scandal in 1923. That's half a day in Boris's Downing Street. I know, I know. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, that. So he that died. was an hour ago. He died, and then that came out, and everyone shit on him after he died. Uh, and then he also was fucking Nan Britton. Good old sturdy Nan Britton. She was an American secretary and mistress of William G. Harding. Mm. In 1927, she revealed that her daughter Elizabeth had been fathered by Harding while he was serving in the Senate one year before he was elected to the presidency. Her claim was open to question during her life, but confirmed by DNA testing in 2015. <laughs> I hiccuped. <laughs> Just because I hiccup doesn't mean the fact is any less true. Mm-hmm. Her Wikipedia is all about fucking Harding. That was, her, that was what she was up to in her life. So her, her father spoke to Harding about his daughter's infatuation. Harding met with her, telling her that someday she would find the man of her dreams. Harding was already married and involved in a passionate affair with Carly Fulton Phillips, wife, wife of Jane Phillips, co-owner of a local department store. This guy spread his seed. Yeah, he did. He was a... a, a and how did he die? I'm not done. This no, part. After she graduated from high school in 1914, <laughs> she moved to New York City to begin her career <laughs> oh, as a secretary. However, she claimed she also began an intimate relationship with Harding. Uh-oh. So then she wrote a book called The President's Daughter. She told her life as Harding's mistress throughout his presidency and named him as the father of her daughter. One famous passage told of their having sex in a coat closet in the executive <laughs> office of the White House. Fuck yes, that is hot. According to Britain, Harding had promised to support their daughter, but after his sudden death in 1923, his wife Florence refused to honor the obligation. Fuck you, Florence. You weren't putting enough out enough at home, and, you mm-hmm. know, he got what he needed, I guess. Britain insisted that she wrote her book to earn money to support her daughter and champion the rights of illegitimate children. She brought a lawsuit, but she was unable to prove any concrete evidence and shaken by the vicious personal attacks made by Congressman Grant Mouser during the cross-examination, which cost her the case. Britain's portrayal of Harding and his colloquialisms paints a picture of a crude womanizer. He's a guy who liked to fuck, like many presidents before him. How did he die, you ask? Very sadly. He went to bed early in the evening of July 27th, 1923, a few hours after giving the speech at the University of Washington. Later that night, he called for his physician, Charles E. Sawyer, complaining of pain in the upper abdomen. Sawyer thought it was a recurrence of stomach upset, but Dr. Joel T. Boone suspected a heart problem. The press was told Harding had experienced acute gastrointestinal attack, and his scheduled weekend in Portland was canceled. <laughs> Felt better the next day as the train rushed to San Francisco, where they arrived the morning of July 29th. He insisted on walking from the train to the car, and was then rushed to Palace Hotel where he suffered a relapse. 
Doctors found not only was his heart causing problems, also he had pneumonia and was confined to bed rest in his hotel room. They treated him with liquid caffeine and digitalis. Don't know what that is. So he had a heart attack. That can't be said for sure. He had heart problems. Heart problems, but yeah, that's how he died. Hoover released Harding's foreign press address advocating members. Blah, 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 blah. He was pronounced dead a few minutes later at the age of 57. (laughs) (laughs) Well, rest in peace, William Harding. William, you died as you lived. Someone who likes to fuck. I like that. He died fucking. Well, he didn't die fucking, but he died having fucked. Multiple affairs. He's sort of a Clinton figure. Yeah, cool guy. JFK, Clinton. Any presidents who don't have affairs, I don't trust. Mm. I'd love to find out Obama was fucking somebody. Yeah, that would be so funny. That'd be great. Michelle's whole thing would be fucked. Just Barack's fucking... Just... They 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 need to go away a bit, the, the Obamas. Do you know what I mean? They're still just a bit about, you know, and you're like, oh, just go away. No. I think once you've carpet-bombed, like, weddings in the Middle East... Maybe that's just the job, though. Maybe you shouldn't. That's be the job. When you become president of America, you have to lead an mm, empire mm. and kill a bunch of innocent people. So yeah, maybe it's an immoral job. Fundamentally, that's how we're gonna end. It's an immoral job. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you, Spencer, Matthew, Christopher. Thank you to our super. Thanks to all our patrons. We've got a great episode coming up on Patreon. Jody is going to reveal the real crimes he's actually committed. And let me just tell you, they're worse than anything we've alleged. Thank you. God bless you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, And also I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song. It's uh, it's very catchy, it's very nice. I'm sure you'll enjoy it at the beginning. So big thanks for Josh Weller. He's on Instagram at Josh Weller, Josh Weller. Follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of the year is. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.